This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. This is the first crew episode of The Adventure Jogger, because when you're you're dealing with tough miles, you need a good crew to get you through those tough miles, and we have a great crew for you on this episode of the adventure jogger first up he's full of bird calls and other things jeff stafford's on the crew what's up how are you doing jeff doing lovely how are you doing Ryan? i'm doing fantastic fantastic we by the way this is the first um episode we're recording in the new adventure jogger studios which sounds fancy but it's actually just a spare bedroom in jeff stafford's house but it's but it's a nice bedroom it's nice it's nice all right next up on the crew what can I say about Liz Canty that already hasn't been said a thousand times? She's a Barkley beast. She is just one of those incredible runners that I love so much because she's just tough as nails. Liz Canty. Liz, how are you? I'm great. I'm so glad you guys have started this podcast. Jeff's one of my favorite. I don't really care about Ryan, but <laughs> <Jeff>. <laughs> That really just makes me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Liz, I know that you know, one of your famous Lizisms was going to Barkley <laughs> and and not bringing waterproof pants or a waterproof jacket. You could have gone much farther, I think. Correct. But it was the the whole waterproof. You were missing out on that. Jeff Stafford is one of those Barkley weirdos. Did Jeff call and bother you after you forgot no, to bring no. stuff to Barkley? No, Jeff hasn't really bothered me about Barkley till this year when I was getting ready to go. Um, but I think everyone else has made fun of me for that. People I've never met have brought it up, like while I was running um, the Fall Classic this past year. Like, what? You know, which I, yeah, which I won, which was great. But I had people at the finish line like, you're the yoga pants girl. <laughs> <laughs> One time. One time. That was my, my first year and one of my first year or two in ultra running like was that now I, do you think the old podcast because you were on the old podcast and liz's husband just walked by shirtless in the background oh, he, hey he, luke well, hold on did he have pants on he had pants hold on. on hey hey luke how are they you? Saw you walk by it's good to see you luke but <laughs> no because you talked about that on the last podcast it uh the, the, the old oh. podcast and that story that story got around and luke's walking now closer with yeah literally sorry <laughs> that story did get around he gets around it's great Everything's it's great it's good stuff all right and our final member of the crew on this uh, crew episode of the adventure jogger he's the hot wing runner and the person who composed the theme song to the adventure jogger the maestro himself the hot wing runner carrie long what's going on carrie 
Man, I'm sitting down here at the Redneck Riviera Gulf Shores, uh, looking at some country folk at the swimming pool with stuff they probably shouldn't be wearing right now. <laughs> uh, and let me clarify, listen, I did not play any of those instruments on that. I went to a garage band, got these pre-done loops and, and just drag and dropped them and said, that one sounds corny. That'll work. That one reminds me of shorty shorts and headbands and sweat socks. That will work. So that's how I did it. I just, I was just an arranger. No, you gotta, you gotta give yourself more credit than that. Well, I don't want to get sued for copyright violations, so I'm <laughs> right. not going to take any credit. <laughs> well, it's great to have you on, Liz, Carrie, Jeff Stafford. This is a crew episode. I thought we could talk about some things going on in the ultra running world. I also want to catch up with you guys because I know it's been a while since I've, 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 especially a while since I've chatted with Liz, and, and it's been a long time since I've seen your husband without a shirt on. And that was <laughs> five Me minutes too. ago. Weird. <laughs> It's not family friendly anymore. Well, no, I mean, even you know, it's, this video, we're, we're not recording video yet. The goal is at one point to, uh, to, to have an adventure jogger uh, channel where we can actually record the video of all these and then, and then put the videos up. Um, but I do want to say, this is interesting. So we're the first, first episode in the adventure jogger studio in Jeff Stafford's house. And the reason why we're allowed to do this is because Jeff Stafford, ladies and gentlemen, is newly single. He's, he's living, his house is a bachelor pad. Um, and I will tell you guys going through Stafford's house, Stafford's living in a bachelor pad that looks like it was decorated by a 90 year old woman. There are knickknacks <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knickknacks. <laughs> knickknacks. Yeah. That, I don't so, even uh, have knickknacks. No. <laughs> well, was it, was it inspired from the trailer and masterminds? You'll see that movie. No, I didn't see no. Masterminds. What movie are you talking about? That, yo, that was a funny freaking joke, and it just died. Edit that <laughs> died. There's someone listening right now that is going to laugh. Y'all not seen the movie Masterminds? No, was that? In, yeah, you know where he said, uh, you know, they're laying on top of each other for their wedding shoot, and she farted. And he said, Jandis, you gave me a fart transplant. And oh yeah, 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 I saw trailer. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my! Never mind. Well, edit, edit. There right. goes our ratings on our, our perfect rating yeah. on iTunes. We already we already said fart. No, oh, carry long. Oh, carry long ruined it, everybody. <sighs> I'm gonna let you get a pass on that one because you are the composer to the Adventure Jogger right. theme song, but. I want to go around the horn. Let's start with this. Um, you guys saw that Strava recently is putting some very popular features behind the paywall now. So if you want to see the full leaderboards and there's various segment things, you can no longer get those on the free Strava. Uh, first off, who here on this episode of the Adventure Jogger pays for Strava? Carrie, do you pay for Strava? Nope. Okay. Stafford, do you pay for Strava? Nope. I don't pay for Strava. Liz Canty, do you pay for Strava? I do. Oh, Liz is our inside into, into. All right. Pay. She's got the dirt then. Well, here's, and here's the God honest truth. Liz Canty is the only one on this podcast that should be paying for Strava <laughs> because like probably if I'm on a leaderboard, that means no one else has run that segment. Yeah. Um, I was kind of, I don't want to say frustrated with it because I, I, I know a lot of people at Strava. Yeah. A lot of people out in Boulder yeah. who work there and I, I get what they're trying to do. But, um, I think there was an article by, I think it was DC Rainmaker who kind of made the best point of taking features away and not adding value 
isn't right. the best way to get subscribers, which I yeah. agree with. But what the feature that killed me the most was the loss of route creator. Um, because with the heat maps and the routes, that's, you know, that's my weekend. That's how I, you know, that's how I map every weekend run. I do yeah. even runs. I do every day here. Yeah. I, I want to see a different street cause I'm bored. I would just grab Strava and then that went behind the paywall. And so I haven't seen that the new route creator is so amazing that it's worth the $5 a month that they took it away from us. Right. But the fact that they took it away was almost enough for me to go, okay, $5 a month. Fine. I need my route. Like that was how I would, you know, make my 20 milers out at frozen head, you know, right. I just, love to, I like to do that. You know, I just think, that well, let me ask you oh, this. Go ahead. Hey, let me, let, let, so I'm wondering if this whole virtual thing, if that's really the genesis behind this, are they jumping on this? Because so many virtual races, virtual races show leaderboards on Strava. Was this a way to take advantage of those uh, virtual races and get some uh, get get some money out of it? Look, they're a for-profit company. I understand that. Um, I, I don't know that I'll ever pay, but I'm just wondering if that had anything to do with it. I don't know. That's interesting. And I, 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 we could talk about virtual races in just a second, but I mean, they really have, have blown up quite a bit and you do wonder, but you, you do think like, uh, and, and Liz, you, you pay for Strava. So you have all the access to everything now. Yeah. How, how do you, when you are Strava and you are a for-profit company, by the way, all the bird noises are coming from Carrie, who is yes. sitting outside. It's not me. It's not Jeff. Jeff will have a new bird call, by the way, at the uh, at the, at end, the end of this episode. Yeah. So Actually, stick around. Two. two. Two new bird calls? Two. You've been busy. Yeah. But no, but Liz, you, you know, now that you pay for it and all that stuff, I mean, they are a for-profit company. And how are you going to make money giving everything to everybody for free? What would be the exactly. benefit of, of anyone paying $5 a month for Strava when all the good stuff was free? It seemed like kind of a, they, they had to do something to get everybody on board yeah. and yeah. then they had to kind of go like okay now yeah. that you're all hooked we're gonna we're gonna put some things behind a paywall um liz they didn't think anybody like i don't know if anyone's gonna go on the paywall because of route creator and they didn't know that liz canty was gonna be like yeah i'm going five bucks a month is is, is well worth in for you and i think for a lot of people it, it was and then i I think what they didn't really harp on enough in their announcements was like the need, the need for income. I right. mean, you know, they're trying to say they're going to make it so great and whatever, but I think a bigger and also a bigger part of it is like to lose Strava because they went bankrupt or they get bought by another bigger company that makes it $10 a month is like, um, it kind of just became like, there's people there who have salaries, right? You know, there's people who work yeah. for Strava $5 a month when I use Strava is probably one of the most used apps I have was like, eh, okay, you know, like $50 a year, whatever it works out to be. Um, and I know for a lot of people, they don't have that kind of money, even $50 a year right. to spend extra, but you know, my husband and I do. So we pay for two separate accounts. Um, you, wait, you both, you and your husband pay for Strava. Mm hmm. But you should, a household. Okay. <laughs> what you, you should have done was you should have made like, remember uh, back when Facebook first came out and people had joint Facebook pages, 
where the, the first name was husband and wife, and then the last name was, of course, the last name. You need to have a... <laughs> do, you know, do you know what our favorite joke is about joint Facebook accounts? Well, I, I have a theory, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to ask who cheated on who. Exactly. So who exactly. lost their Facebook account access, and now they have a joint account. Somebody <laughs> got <laughs> in trouble looking at the wrong past profiles, or right. somebody cheated... Now, Ruh-roh. I don't want really to get beat down. That's probably not everybody. There's some couples that share that kind of stuff. But on Liz, that's my theory, too. <laughs> so, uh-huh. But here's Sir, Jeff. As you are waving through the world, you know, wading through the world of paying for things like silver singles, right? You're not going to pay silver singles. <laughs> right? Is I that real? That oh yeah, that's real. I get emails every day from them. It's just crazy. <laughs> so I that's figured you. I get, I get emails from walk-in bathtubs, no. silver single. You know, all these. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I figured you as a farmersonly.com. Right, there yeah. you go. <laughs> no, <laughs> guys, you just all glanced over the fact that Stafford is continuing to get emails for walk-in bathtubs. Yeah. Walk-in. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everyone should have one of those, I think. You know, it's, it's ingenious. I know where I'm going for my second husband, though. Right. Yeah. Com, man. I'm so excited to know about That's that That's the now. place. That's happening. No, you, no joke. That's a real site. Yes. It's a real Oh well, the gosh. emails are. I don't know about the site. Would you forward oh forward carry one of those emails? I'll have get. to do that. And then, no, just because I said silver singles on this stupid phone, I'm gonna have Facebook ads for it. That's, later yeah. on. There you go. That's, that, that's absolutely true. Um, and then email Liz. Um, forward her one of those walk-in yeah. bathtub emails. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna need one of those soon. Like no. that's not even an age thing. Yes. Roll in and sit right. down. Oh, can you imagine as ultra runners? You know, Jeff is getting these because he's he's an advanced age. I mean, he watches, you know, Dancing with the Stars, and he has knickknacks and tchotchkes all over his right. house. But walk-in bathtubs is a great idea for ultra running because think about those races. Pour two bags of Epsom salts in there. Yes. I mean, you're golden. How no, many? no, no, no. You, you, you got to be careful of that Epsom salt, and I got a story about that. Go ahead. Oh, God. Okay. All right. We're going to pause right there, the conversation. Carrie, give us the story about the Epsom salt. Man, I was, it was during Ball State. Of course it was. I had a, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know this one. I know this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a, uh, I had a, uh, first I went to the Commodore Inn and had, you know, a little Epsom salt in my jacuzzi hot tub. And it was glorious. It's a fine so establishment. By the time I got to Lewisburg, I think it was Lewisburg at the Celebration Inn. Oh, my gosh. I thought, well, if one cup of Epsom salt is good, the whole bag, bag. would be great. <laughs> it's got to be better. <laughs> So I put the whole bag in the bathtub. We think and I'm a lot of life. In there. Oh my gosh. I, I fell asleep. And like an hour later, I woke up screaming because my legs and feet were on fire. I don't know what it was in there, but I was literally on fire. I had to take a Mobic and just sit there and cry and pray because they were on fire. But it actually uh, took away the pain and the blisters and helped me start running. So yeah, do not overuse that since. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Back to the walk-in tub. Think about Sorry. it for a second. No, I love that. Carrie, imagine if you would have stayed in those nice establishments uh, on the route of Vol State. By the way, both Carrie Long and Jeff Stafford, Vol State finishers. Imagine instead of having to lift your leg gingerly over the tub lip, 
that you could just open a door yeah, look. and walk right into the tub. You think I'm kidding you, though? I'm not. Th- no, I don't think you're kidding. Oh. You, you- I did that. I did that at a lady's house in Hampshire. She had a stand-up walk-in shower. I begged her to let me use her shower. <laughs> Dude, I'm sitting in these people's house. I have no clue who they are. <laughs> I get in their walk, and I'm sitting on their tile floor. And when I get out, I'm wearing her boyfriend's extra, extra large shirt and shorts. I don't even, I don't even care. I don't even care. So, yeah, I, I know the feeling of the walk-in shower, and it is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the walk-in tub, everybody. Look walk-in it up. It's got tub. a little door on it. Yeah. it. It's pretty darn sweet. Let's talk about virtual races for a second. I know that even, you know, me personally, before, before the Rona hit, you know, I was like, oh, virtual races, because you see them all the time in your Facebook feed, and it's like the Harry Potter. 5k and you get a medal and you get all that stuff and you pay $40 and that's kind of what it was and then Rona happens and I know that each one of us on this podcast had plans there's things we wanted to do um, this spring and all of those went away and it was kind of interesting to see race directors kind of rise to the occasion some of them one of them i'm going to throw a lot of love at is jason green you know jason green's yeti 24-hour challenge was one of those things where you're like okay on the surface you look at it and you go oh yeah yeah five hours every four hours for a 24-hour period piece of cake right and it's like i don't know if there were races available if there was you know actual show up and you know I love the fact that there's bird calls that carries. Car- I love that. It's like a nature preserve right now. And people are enjoying this. But no, I, I don't think if there was races actually available, if I would have signed up for the Yeti 24 hour challenge. But I'm so glad that I did because it was so much fun. It kind of, you know, those middle of the night runs when you're out right. in your neighborhood at three in the morning, just praying yep. not to get arrested. And then the community, like everybody did it. Thousands of people were all getting together, even though we couldn't get together in person. We were able to get together virtually and kind of share these experiences. It's completely changed my idea of of virtual runs and you know the potential of something doing we're doing it separately yet it's bringing us together jeff i know you did yeah, the was, yeti 24-hour challenge as well yeah i was never a fan of virtual racing either until i did that first one that of jason's and it was like it was actually quite the challenge uh, that particular race i found that you know you look at it you go in with the opinion oh it's it's only five miles i right. can run five miles all day long but you tend to want to run them all, burn them all down. Right, you know? right. <laughs> it's just, it smokes you after about the fourth or fifth one. You're like, oh boy. But it's a lot of fun when you're up in the middle of the night. Liz, did you do any virtual races this spring and early summer? So I actually have really kind of avoided that. I'm not the it's, biggest fan of I, I understand. For, I got it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did do one really fun one with Jackie Merritt, actually. Um, me and some, me and some, her and um, some of their friends from Atlanta, we did a virtual 15K relay. So we did teams of three and raced 5Ks, um, which is actually a ton of fun on a Sunday morning to go push at a 5K for no reason, except that someone else was starting in Atlanta as soon as I was done and bragging rights across the oh, Atlanta yeah. running crew. So that was actually the only thing I've done. Yeah, that's like the only virtual race I've done. Well, Liz, I just waxed poetically for five minutes about the virtues of virtual racing. I mean, please, what are your thoughts on virtual runs and races? And, you know, please share. Well... I think, I think it's a super positive thing, especially people who are trying to stay motivated during this time. But yeah. I 
think, and um, I kind of get a, a little bit of this from like the pe- being a coach myself and then with the coach that I have that we fear burnout for yeah. people who are yeah. getting really into it. Like, right. you know, cause it's so easy cause they're only like 20 bucks and there's medals and shirts. And then it's like, you've got a 50 K every weekend. Um, or I mean that great virtual race across Tennessee that Laz is running. I yeah. mean, that's incredible. And the money he's raising is amazing. Um, for, for Tennessee. Um, I, I think he's doing it, uh, for children for, uh, feed the children, Tennessee. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the organization, right? And, um, I mean, it's amazing. And then you see like people like Dave Proctor of Big's Backyard fame, uh, finished it in like 10 days, just running like a hundred K a day. I know. And he's fit and he's fit enough and like strong enough to do that and has years in this, in this sport. And then I fear for the people who are like, I'm going to go do that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have Achilles injuries and, you know, MRIs galore in the state when, you know, we're trying to avoid overloading the healthcare system. So that was kind of a double edged sword for me when virtual racing went went hardcore. Here's why I'm disappointed that you say that, Liz. And for one reason, one reason only. So the, another one of the virtual races that's going on is the East Coast versus West Coast Challenge. And kudos again to Jason Green um, for, for, for teaming up um, there with uh, with Candace Burt and, and putting this together. I think it's absolutely fantastic. The spirit of competition is out there. And if you look at, this is being recorded Friday, um, <coughs> May 22nd, 22nd, Friday, May 22nd. Looking at my watch real quick and as of the recording of this episode the east coast is absolutely killing it in the east versus west challenge why i'm disappointed liz that you just said what you said is because i want you to run a 50k (laughs) and i want your time for the beast coast because i think you could be one of those people that help us cement this win I guess I haven't even followed that race. I'm such a horrible East Coaster. Is that just like added miles, or do you have to go run a race distance? Or no, yeah, like there's you have you have the option of a 10k, a half marathon, or 50k. Oh. Yeah, and you go out yeah, and you, you you go balls out, and then you 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 upload your time, and so it's all about the fastest times and the most times and that sort of thing. And at the end of the period, you have until the end of May to do it. Um, they'll combine all the scores, and then they will declare. It's in like a week, man. I know you've got time, Liz. <laughs> plenty of no, time no Liz you're in really good shape because you I mean you were getting ready for some big things this spring so why waste that fitness you can use that fitness to help us have some bragging rights what's funny is you know that I'd much rather do like seven hour 50ks out at frozen head and here you are like no go do a really fast one That's do it in your neighborhood <laughs> Liz you're paying five dollars a month for Strava go <laughs> go go make a go 50- do a Barkley challenge loop plus 11 more yes or no no yeah. go, go get a flat 50k in your neighborhood route that on strava you're paying the five dollars and just throw that just throw that time down for the beast coast liz come on we need you oh yeah if you start a facebook movement to get me to a 50k next weekend we'll see what happens okay everybody can do it yep everybody go on liz canty's facebook bomber and say liz run a 5k for 50k for the beast coast we need you 50k for the Beast Coast. Um, who here is doing the uh, great virtual race across Tennessee? Stafford, you're doing it? Not me. 
I signed up for it thinking it'd be a great donation to, um, to, to feeding America. And I believe I'm still stuck in Memphis because I just can't, <laughs> can't seem to can't pull out of there. Huh? Can't put the miles in. So this may be my first DNF might be the great virtual, uh, race across, uh, across Tennessee. Carrie. Well, they, they, no, but them kids are going to eat good. Mm-hmm. 18,000 entries for a virtual race. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Yeah, I think I saw last throughout 19,000 sometime today, but it's it, it's up oh there. Oh, my gosh. It's huge. It's it absolutely really, huge. You know what's cool, too, is um, living, in, living in Tennessee, because that's where Jeff and I both live, and that's where his house full of uh, knickknacks and tchotchkes is, <laughs> is, <laughs> is you got people excited about the state of Tennessee and, and people going online and talking about where can I buy a Tennessee hat and where can I buy Tennessee shirts. And you got people from all over, all over the world thinking Tennessee is great. And I feel like I want to send them a... <laughs> What's that? A horrible Hunt Brothers pizza. I want to send Hunt Brothers. Yeah, they, <laughs> oh <my laughs> that's the best. Oh god, that's the worst. I had some of that in Ball State. Yeah, if if you are if you want to pretend to to run virtually across the state of Tennessee, you need to get a Hunt Brothers pizza in your life. Those are the pizzas that they have at the Dollar General and the Casey's General Store because you are not truly a Southerner unless you've had a Hunt Brothers pizza. And they have gas stations. They're at gas stations, right? That's where, like, uh-huh. we've picked yeah. them up. You yeah. don't have to frozen head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Because, you know, when I think of a great pizzeria, I think of a gas station. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, another Tennessee thing that would would really help people. But in, like, sun drop. So, yeah. Sun drop. <laughs> sun drop's a good one. Liz, do you want to... You got to throw one in there. We got Sundrop and uh, Hunt Well, Brothers. okay. Moon pies were a new thing for me when I moved from Massachusetts was encountering moon pies in Tennessee. And they, I know they're not a specifically Tennessee thing, but the factories here and they're like general but, stores in Chattanooga. So I think moon pies are amazing. But have you had, and, have you had bold peanuts? Boiled peanuts? Have you had those? No, that freaks I know me Carrie's out. Had so I know Carrie's had that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bold you know, peanuts. some nasty things. <laughs> They look like bugs. <laughs> no, they, no. So everybody listening to the great virtual race across Tennessee, your homework assignment is Sundrop, Moon Pie, Boiled Peanuts, and a Hunt Brothers Pizza. pizza. Yeah. If you can cross all of those off your bucket list, you are officially a, a, a Tennesseer. There's a couple of other issues I'd like to talk about. Some of them are, are, are kind of serious. Um, so if, if you if you'll indulge me for a second, this incredible crew that we've established for, for this episode, of the adventure jogger uh issue number one okay and the serious issues i made the mistake on a run probably about a week a week and a half ago of i always usually pack um a paper towel in the tiny little oh, pocket <laughs> in the back of my shorts and i put that in there in case i'm out running no. And nature calls, right? And you're just too far away from this is, a... This is good, y'all. Right. <laughs> this is too far away from a, you know, a, a bathroom or whatever. I do that 99 times out of 100. I forgot to bring it. And I was, I had two donuts at work, which I never should have done. And then I went for a run after work and then my, my stomach kind of turned and I had to, you know, were they Krispy Kreme or Walmart? They were Krispy Kreme actually. Um, And so I had to, I had to find a place to use the facilities and I did not have anything to wipe with. I was wearing $20 socks, the feature socks, at the time during the run, and I, I had to use one of my $20 socks. 
There goes ten bucks. Right. It's I'm, I'm out ten dollars now. Um, and you, you can't really have like one sock now, so I'm really out of of a pair altogether. So I know exactly where that sock is. It's been raining for the past three or four days. We did a 50K last week here. So my question to you is, knowing that I paid $10, that that sock is a $20 That's a lot of of money for a sock. It's a $10 sock. I know exactly where it is. My thought is put a Ziploc baggie as well as some paper towel in my shorts on my next run and go, go get it. Fetch that sock. What do you guys? I believe. Think? I believe in that. Do you think it's okay. a good solid pan? I'm okay with that. No, no, no. Let me. I, 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 hate, I hate to one up you, but I gotta one up you here. Please do. Um, last week, in fact, I was on the Greenway, and uh, my Greenway, I, bro. Come on. Uh, actually, no, not not your Greenway, but I was on the Greenway, and this was the one time that I did not pack my wet wipes. I don't do the toilet paper because toilet paper gets soggy. Oh, it's paper towel. toilet paper gets soggy, a paper towel will get soggy. Your fingers are going through, man. And you don't <laughs> want stinky fingers because you'll be curious <laughs> the rest of the run and, you know, sniff and see if it's still there. Now you can get oh, that too. Anyway, so I'm running. I thought I'm running with Kathy Younger and I'm thinking, uh, no, I don't need no, uh, I don't need no, uh, no white wipes today. I'm good. I went this morning. Yeah. Man, we got to the end of the Greenway by Tor Tours and it hit me. And it oh, hit God. me bad. And so I had on Saks underwear, $40 underwear oh, under my run shirts, shorts. So I go behind a big bushy bush and this is an active Greenway with like soccer moms and kids <laughs> sure. on, on baby strollers. And and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> And baby strollers, and I'm, and it's, and it was one of those times where it's, it's like you ever have to go, you have to go pee, and you're holding it pretty good until you see the toilet. And when you see the toilet, it's like all you can do to get it out. So, anyway, I barely got the, got the uh, waistband of the shorts, and you exploded, my, my brown eye, and it exploded. So, I thought, what am I going to wipe with? And uh, so, I thought, well, I'm not using my socks. And I can't use my shirt because I've used a lot of shirts before. I thought, well, I'll just use these Saks underwear. So I'm butt naked right off of a greenway. <laughs> and I'm wiping with Saks underwear. You know, they have the pouch for your for your man giblets. No, I don't and because so, I can't afford Saks underwear. I'm oh, sorry, well, Carrie. <laughs> my wife doesn't know that. I, so anyway, I throw those Saks underwear up under the big bush. And then I got to thinking about it, man, the poor guy that weed eats their necks, it's going to get oh. and crap's going to go everywhere. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. So, oh. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm- Wait. I have a good one too. And oh. it's not nearly as gross. It's not nearly <laughs> as gross. But it's very, very sad. It's more of like a sad touching story yeah, about yeah. losing something in the right. Um, you get a buff at Barkley. Yeah. That's like the only swag you get. And I wore that. You did not use the Barkley. No. No. Sacrilege. It's in the woods in Chattanooga after, (laughs) during Lookout Mountain 50, there was the situation and I had nothing. I was in the (laughs) middle of the woods, like 10 miles from the finish line. (laughs) Oi. And I know where it is part of Chattanooga. Oh. And you probably recall about where it's at, too. Yeah. 
She knows exactly. Yeah, no, I know where it is. I know, I know exactly where it is. It would be interesting to find because there's been like a season of leaves. Like, it would be a scavenger hunt for a poop-covered barley. Yeah. Oh, it's raining enough. Yeah, it's raining enough between now and then, Liz. You're going to be fine. That's, uh, so that's, that, that's going to be the next. Back. That's going to be the next great race. We're going to have instead of Barclay books, we're going to have go find shitty socks and shitty buffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, man. I've seen him in the woods. I've probably seen Carrie stuff on the Greenway. Now that I think oh, no doubt. My cookie dash shirt is out there. Away. My first half marathon shirt. I did it. I had used it on trail, and a year later. Later, I went back and got it. I Cloroxed it, and I wore it. Oh, God. Oh, so, so, so let Ryan continue no his story. No joke. So around the horn, uh, the question was going to be: Do I go get that sock, knowing exactly where it is? We'll start with you, Jeff Stafford. Yeah. Do I go get that sock? Yeah. Yeah, you get the sock. I mean, that's a ten dollars sock. It was. It had no holes in it, right? No, I'm just no, okay. It's a perfectly good sock. No. Just got a little poo on it, you know. Yeah, a little. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been outside if there's the rain. So. On it, leave it. Boy, with you know, if you some, can't identify that sock, you better just leave it. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Two great interviews with uh, Carl Meltzer and Michael Wardy, and they were talking about giving poop-colored covered socks. I'm really just really disappointed in the turns my oh, life has taken. Yeah, yeah. There goes our perfect iTunes rating right now. Oh, it's geez, done. Yeah. It's absolutely done. Um, okay, Liz, do I do I go back and get the ten dollars sock? Oh, absolutely. Do you have a dog bag like for picking up dog poop? Yeah, take that yeah. out there, grab it. <laughs> <laughs> go. Dude, they, they invented clothes washing machines for a reason. Like, <laughs> Carrie, I think I know where you're going to answer this, but man, go get it. Unless there's a peanut on it. If there's a peanut on it, leave it. Or corn. Corn. Yeah. You know what? No joke. As a kid, as a kid, I always thought it was real peanuts in there. I had no clue. It was actually undigested cornhole. <laughs> God, God darn it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so that's going to happen. And so I hope anybody listening to this would just go like, hey, it, it, it's happened to you. It will happen to you. Carrie's lost a whole lot of shirts out of the deal. Liz Canty, who is one of the few people on the planet Earth that has a Barkley buff, had to use her Barkley buff, which is somewhere on the Lookout Mountain Trails in Chattanooga. So, no, that's going to happen to you. And, yes, it is absolutely 100% okay to go back and get your your item of clothing. Carrie's still wearing one uh, to this day. On to the next serious topic. This fight comes from the Internet, and I think this we could use this on, on the crew episode of the podcast. Hopefully, someone's having some hard miles and needs something to really think about because this is serious. The current fight on Twitter... And this has nothing to do with ultra running, but we can kind of tie it in with it because I think it'd actually be pretty good aid station food. I don't know if any of you have any of you been at a race where Chex Mix has been at the aid station. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 So that is an aid station food. Liz, are you a Chex Mix at an aid yeah. station fan? Yeah. Uh, salty. Saltier the better. Okay. Jeff Stafford, Chex Mix. I like it. I've just never seen it at an aid station. Okay. What is the best part of Chex Mix? That's what people on Twitter are arguing about right now. Is it the corn Chex? Is it the fake breadstick? Is it the little circle pretzel? Is it the rye chip? What is the best part of the Chex Mix? We'll start with Liz Canty. I'm so excited that we have this fight all the time at my house. It's the rye or the pumpernickel chips. We fight over them, and we and sometimes we give them to the dog, but mostly Luke those things are rock hard. 
I don't care. They're delicious. <laughs> the best part. Every day. You break a you break a crown with that. So so Liz, take us yep. take us into a moment in the Canty House, and I, I I want you to recreate what life is like for Liz Canty. You get home. You've had a hard day at work doing what Liz Canty does. You just went for a hard long run too, and you're excited about the possibility of some checks mix. And you and you're and you're you're craving it. Last five miles of your run, you're like, I need some pumpernickel. I need that little I need some rye. thing and that rye. I need some pumpernickel and rye. Well, Luke, your loving husband, had that same thought, and and he went through and ate all the rye. He picked and all the bits out. He picked it all out, and all that's left is checks mix, corn, and, and, and uh, the little uh, the, the uh, pretzel and the little the fake breadstick, breadstick yeah. thing. So you get home, mm-hmm. and the bag is now. Free of all pumpernickel and rye chips. What is your reaction, Liz Canty, when that happens to you? Divorce. <laughs> You're dead. I'm just kidding. He'll listen to this and be mad. No, at that no. point, it's the standard. It's like when a. Don't people with children get pissed when people put things away empty? Isn't that like a thing about yeah. being a parent? Like there's an empty bag of cookies. It's the same thing. Like, why is this even in here? Just throw it away. It's pretzels and breadsticks. This isn't worth anyone's time. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Get it out of there. All right. Jeff Stafford. What is your favorite part of the Chex Mix? Well, when I was a kid, first of all, Chex Mix was not a store-bought product. You had to make your own Chex Mix. Wow. That's you bought, you bought stuff right You here. bought like a box of corn Chex. Yeah. A box of rice Chex. Yeah. And a box of, what's the other one? Uh the pumpernickel stuff. No, no, no. There was only three original flavors. But you and blend I guarantee you the silver singles ladies can make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, so my favorite, when you were getting around to that, my favorite is actually the corn checks. That little square. That's my favorite piece. You like the corn checks. Yeah. Okay. What was your reaction, Jeff? You know, because you, the bulk of your life, you've had to make the checks mix yourself. Right. You have not been able to go to the fancy schmancy store and have, you know, someone buy some checks mix for you. You've had to make it. What was your reaction when you saw that you could actually buy make- a box of it? It's pre made? Yeah. I'm like, what? What's this little brown miniature toast <laughs> wafer looking thing in here? What the hell is that? What is that? It's Liz Canty's favorite yeah. part of the bag. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, what is that? It's like hard as you break a tooth on that shit. Carry long. Your favorite part Man, of Chex Mix. That, that big round Melba toast looking thing. Yeah. That's, that's that's it. Right. And yeah. you can buy those by themselves now. Really? Liz, are you hearing this? Bag of those. Liz is eating pizza She's right now. She's feeding her face. Hang on, Liz. Take a, take a bite. <laughs> Chew it and up. Then, did you Bye. hear what Carrie just said? You can buy them separately, yeah. Well, then that's what you need They're to do. They're called bagel tips, usually. All right. But but I like the little... Um, I like the flavoring. You like it? They, they, they flavor a little better. I'm not going to pick sides. Uh, as, as someone who's probably been divisive in the community for the last couple of years, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just be Switzerland and go straight down the middle. But I love these um, I love these these uh, these strong opinions we have about Chex Mix. And thank you, Jeff Stafford, for giving us kind of a history of Chex, Chex mix, mix, according to Stafford. Now, this is the last serious topic that we'll do here. And I'm hoping this becomes the next internet fight. So please, if you're on the East Coast Trail and Ultra Runners Facebook page. If you're on Trail and Ultra Runners Facebook page, your local Facebook group and what have you, I want everybody to start this internet argument. And I'm hoping you guys will, this will take off and this will be a big thing so we can move on. We ultra and trail runners can start the next big fight 
on the internet um, after everybody's done with the Chex Mix. This is a long-held belief that I have, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. All right? My long-held belief is that cheesecake is cake only in name. Cheesecake is really pie because pie has crust and cake does not have crust. Cheesecake has a crust. Therefore, cheesecake is a pie. Jeff Stafford, is cheesecake cake or is it pie? It's not cake. Okay. It's... It's you're not being, cake. You're, you're being non-committal. Uh, exactly. I, I don't know what it is, but All right. it's, it's good. I eat it. Liz Canty, is cheesecake uh, cake or is it pie? I'm trying to Google it. I wanted to Google what the world <laughs> thought about it. That's what I was doing. I, I was like, look at my work computer right here. I wonder why. Um, first of all, I don't know why Ryan Plotman thinks he's Alton Brown right now. I think this is a... <laughs> why, is it, why, why is it called cheesecake? I have no idea why um, it's called cheesecake. But I guess I... It's kind of like what tomatoes are fruit and all that crap. Yeah. And everybody arguing about all that. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in, but cheese pie doesn't sound like something you want to no, eat. No, it doesn't. That doesn't. And I think sound that's why they call it at all. I think that's why they <laughs> called it cheesecake. To be honest with you, they called it cheesecake. Makes me think pie. of hair pie. <laughs> oh God, Carrie! <laughs> Gosh darn it, man! I, I, that's not. Bad. Is your wife listening to this? Huh? No, I don't. Oh. If, that's not, if that was bad, I didn't mean that for that okay. to be. But you know, you know, you you saw the episode of. Um, uh, Amer- well, I don't know. Never mind. You know that episode where it said Stewie, Stewie, the family Meg guy? ate my hair pie or something. Oh, okay, I don't know. yeah. All right, it's a Family Guy reference. Know. Everybody loves Family oh. Guy. Is getting that Family Guy? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, cheese pie? No cheese pie. No. Carrie, is is cheesecake cake or is it pie? It's cake. It's cake. What other cake do you know has a crust? And it comes in a pie tin. Nutella cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't use cheesecake. So there you go. Sarah Lee's cheesecake. That's real. That's real that, stuff. It, it's all. It's all about. It's all about Sarah, Sarah Lee's uh, cheesecake. I, yeah, I see your point. Yeah, but yeah, it's cake. All right, start that fight online, um, Liz. What plans do you have when the Rona is all done? What are you looking forward to doing? We can finally go back to what you running. What you running together? Uh, I've only got, I've got one race that hasn't been canceled. Um, one of the ultra trail world tour races in Quebec, mm-hmm. uh, ultra trail Huracana, um, 125 K. So that is still not canceled, Nice, but we'll Very see. Good. Um, I don't mind going up there. It's, I don't really want to fly, but well, you know, that's all going to work out. Um, we are going on a two week road trip out West to Silverton just to buck around. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. To- yeah, so some maybe some FKT hunts and stuff like that, um, and then I think on my watch list right now is Cloud Splitter 100. Yeah, um, up in Virginia, okay. and that's just because I would like I want something to do yeah. this fall, and it's far enough out that I hope we've got an approach for aid stations and all this. Right. Other It'll be interesting to see. I know Bryce Canyon, as of the recording of this podcast, they were looking at, they're still going right. forward and they've got some interesting plans in place for social distancing and that sort of thing. It'll be interesting to see if that race happens. And if it does happen, um, how that, how it goes, how the aid stations are, you know, how everything kind of, they seem to be the, the Guinea pig for, what ultras could look like in the future. So I know we'll all be watching that uh, pretty intensely. Carrie Long, what are you, what are you doing after? Well, hold on. Before well, you, before oh, you leave on. Liz, she's got that, she's got that East coast 50 K she's going to do. Oh, that, that's right. Oh, everybody, yeah. so don't forget everybody that. go on Liz Canty's Facebook page and right. say, Liz run a 50 K for the beast coast. 
Go. When does this air so that I can make my Facebook private? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go run rock and hey, enough. go run rock and chocolate. That race is a go. Uh, yeah, we're going to that. Luke's running it. Yeah. Oh, very so cool. We're going to be down there. Very, That's very, very, very cool. I'm not going to tell you when this airs so you can't make your Facebook private. Um, <laughs> Carrie, what are you looking forward to doing when the run is all done? Well, I've got one race that I'm signed up for, and I'm on the wait list for, and of course, that's the Barkley Fall Classic. Yeah. I ran that race three times. In 15, I finished the 50K. In 16, I was stung 37 times by Yellow Jackets, and I and I DNF'd. And in uh, 17, I got the marathon finish, but uh, I want to get back. It's a race you say every year, I'm never doing it again. So I'm hoping uh, Uncle Laz's listening is going to get me off that wait list. Best of luck to you, Carrie. I hope you do get in because you've got uh, you know business to settle on the Barkley Fall yeah. Classic course. Stafford, what's what's your big? You're doing this thing called the Plane uh, yeah, 100, right? Plane 100. I it's uh it's kind of a different race. It's uh, up in Washington State. It's on a it's on trail, but it's not marked by the race director. There's no markings for the course. You just have to know where you're going. And it's about 106 miles long, and it's totally uh, self-supported. In other words, there's no aid stations at all. It Zero. sounds like the Wild Oak Trail. Uh, Similar to that type of thing. Yeah. But it's, it's a little more organized than that? Eh. Okay, we'll find out with Jeff Stafford's plans. Uh, but thank you, guys. Honestly, Carrie, I love you dearly. Thank you for, hey, for being on this crew episode. You're my bro. It's great to have you on. And that, that seriously, I know you, you, you play off the, the theme song like you just kind of you know, put a couple beats together, but it's, it's fantastic. And, and thank you for being on the first cruise show, Carrie. Thank you, sir. Liz, I never see you enough. And I, I miss the heck out of you. Thank you so much for coming on the first crew episode of The Adventure Jogger. Wait, are you coming to Chakalaka or is just Jeff going? Are you going to the Chakalaka? I'm thinking about signing up for it. All right. If, if there's any openings left, I don't know. Then I may have to we go can, to the Chocolaco. We can put plastic sheets on and hug. Yes. I'll put a big plastic sheet on. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that sounds like a great idea. Liz Canty, Carrie Long, Jeff Stafford, this first crew episode of the Adventure Jogger. Um, stick around, everybody, because um, all the listeners, we are going to tell you about a new challenge, a new virtual challenge um, in just a couple of minutes. But before we do that, Jeff Stafford is going to leave us with two new bird calls. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. So first we're going to do the, uh, uh, which one was it? Oh, the tufted titmouse. Okay. I all said, right. I said titmouse. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, so it's, there's already a, 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 an E on this podcast okay. for explicit so here material. Here we go. That's the tufted titmouse. That's not bad. Yeah. And then you have the pileated woodpecker. All right. Pileated. <laughs> Was that it? That's it. We can do it again. Well, it's a good thing the desk isn't like plastic. It's that, wood. That, I mean, it works. That so. wouldn't have worked. Guys, thank you so much. Love talking to you, and we'll see you soon. Bye. See you, Liz. See you, Carrie. See you, guys. All right, so you've heard a lot about virtual challenges, and I've yep. done the Yeti 24-hour virtual challenge. You know, I'm doing the great virtual race across Tennessee. I did the virtual East versus West challenge. There's a new one. There's a new virtual challenge, and on the line with us, all the way from beautiful Canada, on the Adventure Jogger, it's Casey Tevi Edge. Casey, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, guys. 
So you actually shared some miles with Jeff Stafford at Vol State last year, correct? Uh, yeah, sure did. Yeah. Um, did you wear? Because when you finish Vol State, you get a nice winter jacket. And what the funniest <laughs> thing was, the next time I saw Jeff, it was 95 degrees outside, Casey, and he was wearing his Vol State winter jacket. I was, I uh, <laughs> you earn those things. Let me tell you, you earn those. <laughs> Casey, wh- where in Canada are you? Uh, actually in Bell River, Ontario, so just outside of Windsor, right okay. across the river from Detroit. Okay, and you've come up with a new virtual racing challenge. What is it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, like you were mentioning, all these other virtual challenges, you know, I've been interested in them, doing them, seeing friends do them, so on. Um, Our little local running group here, we wanted to come up with our own. Okay. So uh, I've been thinking of some stuff, and I wanted to make it, you know, more more about running, not so much about sleep deprivation. Not that that's, you know, not a good challenge or anything. Just ours isn't going to have any sleep deprivation. Um, not much. It's going to be really easy. It's less than two, two days long. Okay. You don't have to be fast. You can walk this, you can run this. Um, you gotta, you gotta be able to do at least 3.33 miles per hour. Okay. That's that, that seems very doable. Casey, 3.33 miles an hour. Okay. How tough can it be? And And there's only four run segments too. Not like, you know, like what's the Yeti got like six, Right. And uh, and Goggins has what, 12? Right, exactly. Casey, this sounds like just your typical stroll, it's typical adventure yep. jog through That's the park. Right. Easy day. Yep. Okay, but I have I have a feeling, Casey. You're you're selling this very easy right now. I have a feeling all all of our challenges up here are super easy. Ever all the guys all the guys and girls in our group will vouch for that. They all love, love him, by the way. They all love him. <laughs> you have some choice words for him occasionally. All right, Casey. You've teased us enough. Everybody's wondering where's the challenge? So give us first of all, it's called what? It's uh, it's called the We Ultra Seven Quarter Challenge. All right, seven quarter challenge. And to do the seven quarter challenge, you have to do well, it's seven quarters of a day. So it's seven six-hour segments. Okay. So the first segment, you must start at 6 p.m. on an evening. All right. It can be, so let's just say like what most people would do, probably a Friday at 6 p.m. Okay. You have six hours to cover 20 miles. All right. So 6 p.m. to midnight, you must cover 20 miles. You can walk that 3.33 miles sure per hour. Sure you can. Sure you can. All right. Then you get to go home from midnight to 6 a.m. Here's your second quarter day, right? All right. You get to sleep. You get to eat. It's awesome. You get all the rest in the world. Huge. Six hours sleep. It's awesome. All right. You go into the third quarter of the day, 6 a.m. until noon. So say we're Saturday morning. Another 20 miles. Ooh, now you're 40. You're 40 yeah. miles in. Yeah. No, no, don't. you can't look at it like that. Okay, 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 just 20 miles. It's just... No, the other 20, that was Friday night. That's done. <laughs> that's, that's, that's in the past. <laughs> Forget about that. Yeah, don't worry about that. So now you're on Saturday morning now, so this is a fresh start. Everyone, you know, we do our 20-mile long run. I but smell ultra day, math here. Yeah. You, yeah, you got six hours to do this. This is a stroll in the park. It's easy. All right. So then you go got to be done by noon right because you can't go over your six hour window but then from noon until 6 p.m you get to do whatever you want like with jeff's case he'd be watching dancing with the stars catching up on the latest episode or or, or a quick nap yeah yeah yeah. 
Yeah, I was thinking you you know you could sleep, you could eat, you could cut the grass, plow the fields, watch some Netflix, feed yeah. the hogs, knit a sweater, do whatever you got to do. Go yeah. fishing, walk the dog, you know, spend yeah. the day with the kids, the wife, whatever you got to do. Right. And so that's uh, what are we on there? So that's uh, that's our fourth quarter of the day. Right. Yep. So, so then it's um, six p.m. again. Yeah. So it's time to put in another twenty miles until midnight. Now we're okay. sixty miles. No, no, mile. hang on. We we can't do that. No, no, because that oh, was, that well, was this, earlier. Well, okay, we're forty in because it's the same day now, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, same day. So okay. yeah, okay. You got to do a forty mile day, but you got a big break. Don't challenge me on ultra math. Three point three three miles per hour. <laughs> right. Right. It's not fast. So then the great part about when you're done that mm-hmm. is you you're home again. You're in your bed. You get to sleep. Yeah. Right? So now it's midnight. You get to sleep till six a.m. on Sunday. And then this is it. You're in the last leg. 20 more miles. Oh, go. So basically what you're saying is <laughs> this in, is 80 miles in, 40, in two and a half days. Two hours. Well, I, no, I don't like to look at it like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't make this difficult. Yeah. Well, like it's, I, I like to focus on just the small pieces. If sure. You, you shouldn't look ahead. You shouldn't look behind. It's you only 20 miles. Yeah. This is living in the moment is what this is, Casey. That's what you're saying. This is living in the moment. Yeah. It's seven quarters of a day. Okay. Well, seven quarters yeah, seven quarters of, of, of a couple of days. Casey. But let, but think about this, though, Ryan. If you're like, you know, say you're pretty, pretty fast and maybe, you know, you're going to knock out your 20 miles in three hours. Now you're talking, you got nine hour breaks. That, that, yeah, that's that's very enticing. That's the way you so run it. them all fast. Yeah, run them that all makes fast. Sense. If you don't want to get up at six a.m. on Sunday morning to do your last quarter, well, that's okay. You can get up at nine a.m. I have a feeling, by the way, that the last twenty miles is miserable. I just I'm just gonna throw that out here. That the last the what? last twenty miles of your eighty miles over the weekend is probably going to suck. Like who came up time. with this? Right. That is when you're gonna be going, I don't this this Casey Tevy Edge guy, I'm gonna go to Ontario, I'm gonna track him down, and I'm going to I am going to say I know nasty what his buddies things. call him. I've right. heard him. Right. I've heard him. I'm gonna I'm gonna say nasty things to his face. Casey, how can we how how can someone get in on this seven quarters challenge? Okay. So, um, I'm going to get a Facebook, a Facebook group page going. It's going to okay. be called we alter seven quarters challenge. All right. Uh, I will open it up to the public and, um, basically pretty simple, you know, have some fun with it. Join the group page, post your runs. Um, what I'm saying is if you're, if you're going to attempt it, throw it on there, declare yourself, say, I'm going to do this challenge. And then when you do your, your run segments, you should be verifying those with, I don't know, take a picture of your watch. Right. Uh, pink, wear it, whatever. Your page Strava account. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, you know, just have fun with it. And I'm going to open up that, uh, like I said, I'll open up the group page and we'll go from there. And then if anyone wants to use the other social media platforms, maybe Instagram or Twitter or whatever, then yeah. we're going to have a hashtag. It'll be uh, ultra 7 qc um, Yeah. And We'll see where it goes. Hopefully people uh, catch on and realize how easy it is and how much fun it is. <laughs> yeah. and, you know. Now, is there a sign-up? Can people, I mean, is, are you, you're not asking for money on this. No, no, I don't. So we do a ton of, a ton of different events up here um, our way. Um, the thing is here, everything's free. Every single event we do. So we always have four major events every year. Um, this is a bonus event, really, because it's just, uh, just okay. out there. Yeah. Casey. 
I, I, yeah. I, I, I see you up on your, your Canadian perch, enjoying your free health care <laughs> and looking down at us Americans. And, and Silly we're, Americans. We're all paying for these virtual races. And you're like, they pay for health care and they pay for virtual races. Right. We're going to go ahead and give them, give them a free. Oh, no, no. There's a, there's a catch. There's a catch here. Everybody okay. pay. Everybody pays eventually. That's very you true. Pay during the event. Yes. And you just know that if someone does this too hard and ends up having to go to the hospital, the amount they're going to have to pay would be the amount of doing of doing 40 uh, virtual challenges. <laughs> and, the, and the entertainment value on my end is just awesome. <laughs> Casey, I love it. I love it, everybody. That's a great idea. It's absolutely free. Declare it. Um, that's, Go do it. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. Casey, thanks, man, for sharing this new virtual challenge, which the Canadians would like to <laughs> to give us something free. We appreciate some free, what a buddy. free fun from our, our neighbors to the north yeah. of Canada. Thank you so much, Casey. All right. All right, guys. Take care, man. Me too. Good to see you, Casey. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 